the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast brought to you by the CSPN, a CSPN media podcast presentation. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante, aka Confucius, aka Don't Get Get Cute and Get Stupid on My Woman's uh, Facebook status, aka You're Not Gonna Whoop My Ass, aka I Will Whoop Your Ass, aka Don't Have Me Out Here Looking the Fuck Stupid. And as usual, I am joined by my partner in crime and my co-host. Yes, this is Candace, a.k.a. Intense Desire, a.k.a. If I'm at work and you decide to call me a ghetto-ass bitch and a nigger, I will fight you <laughs> and promptly look for another job. So keep that in mind. You're doing amazing, Candace. <laughs> And you can, as I said, we are part of the, the um, coast of the podcast network. You can find our show at our network site, cspn.us, and you can click that podcast tab and then look at Crown of Colors and listen. I mean, I'm sorry, wrong show. <laughs> uh, Ratchet Ramblings. And listen to all of our episodes thus far, as well as this one. And if you like what you hear, go to that Keep Our Podcast free tab and shop with all of our sponsors. And... Every purchase you make with our sponsors through our website, it will give Classic and He Who Is Don DeLorente a portion of the proceeds to pay for bandwidth and keep all of this shit free. So you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like um, a Gucci man or Waka Flocka mixtape. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Um, and you can find us however you listen to your podcast through your podcast listening device. Just type in Ratchet Ramblings and we will pop up and share us, like us, and leave us reviews. And I have a review uh, to read for for us today. Um, Candace, anything you want to say to the folks before I read this review? Well, we did it. I'm rather excited because she's black and I'm frying some chicken and she she's a little beside herself right now. But uh, yeah, no, let's go ahead with the review. I'm anxious to hear it. We've been getting reviews lately. We turning up. Hey, hey. Yeah, we, we, the, the, can't London turning up too? Yes, London. Yes. Yes. She turning up. She turning up because her mama doing good in this podcasting game, and her mama frying some chicken. That's some black excellence right there. Yeah, that's blackness. It's peak blackness. Mm-hmm. She gonna grow up. She gonna grow up to be uh, unapologetically black, and I like it. Raising, that, raising that girl right. Yeah, I'm doing what I can in these streets. Oh, you got it. You got to make sure her her uh, her first bonnet is woven from a, a, an Egyptian tapestry, make it royal and shit. No hotel. Egyptian. What'd you say? Okay, so I'm actually gonna get her a bonnet for Christmas. Let's see, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. Excellence. Excellence. Um, Black baby bonnet. Yes. <laughs> uh, but to this review, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but to this review, <laughs> again, everybody, thank you all for rocking with us. Um, 
this has been a joy and a blast. And we are thankful for everyone that lives, tweets with us uh, whenever Ratchet TV is available. And speaking of VH1, y'all still done lost y'all motherfucking minds for us not getting Black King Chicago back until the 18th, but you know, whatever. Um, and thank you to everybody that uses the hashtag with us and fucks with us. And uh, we have a review. <clears throat> this is from RDM728. Um, and it's it's entitled, Candace, you will appreciate this. It is entitled, Candace Mama is the Goat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to White Diamonds. <laughs> yeah, White Diamonds all over the place. White Diamonds. <laughs> Oh, white diamonds and Louisville. Oh, white diamonds. Oh, it's entire. It's five stars. <clears throat> Candace, your mother was was podcast gold. The battle between the two of you had me screaming. I'm so mad at myself for accidentally unsubscribing from the podcast. Listen, don't feel bad because uh, while I do like some of the new features with the new um um iOS update. Uh, Apple, y'all don't lost y'all damn mind with how y'all don't reconfigure the podcast app because this shit is y'all don't make this shit kind of confusing for no goddamn reason. And yeah. I would like to speak to the manager. Yeah, be careful. They they did a lot of shit that nobody really asked for with this iOS 11 update. So right, yeah, that, that. they did some. It it, it it seems like that's always the case with it though, ain't it? Like they'll do some dope shit that we don't really need. But we like, so we'll let it slide. But then they add a whole bunch of shit that we don't need and don't care for, and then fuck up shit from the old one that was working that we do need. And it's like, y'all motherfuckers, y'all motherfuckers are hit and miss. Like, I ain't like, do are y'all okay? Like, is everything okay at home, Apple? Like, do like, do you need some? Do you need to get in front of some people? Like, what's going on? Are you okay? Um, but <clears throat> as I continue. Uh, I kept looking for a new episode when I finally discovered it wasn't in my list. Chalk it up to me being all. Hello? Uh-oh. Chalk it up to real quick. I'm, I am glad Mike let her know he is not with her crowd. iTunes won't let me be great and cuss. <laughs> uh, thanks for... Thanks for recapping this foolishness. And Candace, cut cut mama a break and let her like what she like. Listen, she already told me she going to wear white diamonds to the grave, so it ain't nothing I can do about it. Right. <laughs> right. I'm going to just let her rock with it. She, she's going to be she gonna be 80 smelling a thousand fucking with white diamonds. <laughs> hey, we're in the episode, she was like, fuck y'all, I'm going to wear this shit anyway. Yeah, exactly. Hey, soon as Curtis said it, like, <laughs> hey, soon as Curtis said it, like she, like you she was like, "Ain't this a bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you for the reviews and keep them coming. We appreciate it. We love y'all. And as Candace said, like for two episodes in a row, we are gonna keep recapping this foolishness and being pieces of shit for y'all, uh, and keep this thing going. So with yeah, that, my yeah. oh, yeah. let's oh yes because. I saw a faint preview for Love and Hip Hop New York, which I think it said it premieres October 30th or some shit like that, or October 20-something, whatever that first, whatever last Monday in October is. Okay. Yeah, October uh, 30th. So Love and yep. Hip Hop New York back October 30th. I think you sent me the leak saying Little Mo was joining the cast. Um, it was even me, though, Dixon, one or two. 
I'm not a Little Mo fan. And I think it was because back in her early Twitter days, she was kind of a a pick me slash hotepy type of person. Yeah, I remember. Like, I, I do remember that. Like, I um, I know I've seen screenshots um float around before. Cause I think she, as a matter of fact, I think she done said some like hotepish kind of shit recently, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I, that, got her, I got her. I got her blocked, so I don't know. But yeah, she um so. That'll be interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um. Ah. So yeah, October thirtieth, Love and Hip Hop New York back. October eighteenth, we finally get in Black Ink back, which I still don't understand the big hoopla for this. Uh, this hiatus, the shit was pointless to me. Probably because Rachel damn near killed Ryan. It make me feel like uh, it make me believe. Something happened, or something is going on, or some some went wrong. Cause it was a this was an awkward time to take a break. Right, just when the shit was getting juicy. So I wonder if like something going on with the taping of New York that's holding that made them try to prolong uh, Chicago. Right. Because normally they try to get it. Cause you know Chicago like the little sister. So normally they try to get it on and off as quickly as possible. Right. It's the cadet branch. So oh, so before we uh one more thing, because I we ain't discussed it in the pre-show but so I know if you're listening to us by now, you've seen the video of the non-black woman in what seems to be a McDonald's calling a black employee a ghetto ass bitch over and over and uh subsequently calling her a nigger and telling her to go back to her own country. And you also saw this same black employee come from behind the counter and pour Fruitopia on the woman and her daughter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and then proceed to whip her ass. Um, so people had a lot of mixed feelings. Like, So one side was, I'm on the side of you get what you get. Racism. If, if racism, if people knew that racism would get their ass beat on a more consistent basis, they would either stop it altogether or do what they used to do and keep their racism to themselves. Yeah. 45 done emboldened these motherfuckers. Really badly. Really badly. And then the other side of the argument was, well, she a coward. She hit that woman while she was holding her kid. First of all, that woman picked her kid up like a human shield when she saw that lady coming from around that corner. Oh, she did. Because, see, I didn't, I didn't see the video. I just saw the conversation about it and it's not that I didn't care, but it's one of those things where I felt like I really, you know, you see certain kind of shit and you just you just kind of like, you know, you just gonna let it, you know, just let it cook. You know, I don't, I don't have to jump in this. So I was just kind of like, you know, people are talking about this. I don't really have a, you know, I don't have to jump in it. So I just let it rock. So I haven't seen the video. So she used the child as a shield? Yeah, so when, the, when she's calling the woman a ghetto-ass bitch, she's not holding this big-ass three-year-old. The little girl standing... You know, she's standing off to the side. Right. You see the woman coming around the corner. She picked the little girl up. Oh, well, shit. That mama is... That mama... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I guess she thought that was going to stop her from getting her ass whooped or whatever. Shit. So, um, so two things. One, that mama is a coward. And two, that makes you an ancient mama because you literally just put your child in harm's way because you decide to be a bigot. Yep, so I had some people really feel a way about me not caring that 
the woman's daughter could have got Molly Wap too. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be very, very honest and very, very blunt. Racists and bigots are putting our kids in the dirt as often as they can with little to no consequence. So don't give me this whole but her child could have got hurt because how many of our black kids are dead at the hands of racism? That's true. So That's I'm true. like, I and I and I tweeted out, I'm not in the business of feeling sorry for racist, bigots, racist actions and, and their children because racists raise racist kids. They raise little bigots. And the way she was talking to that woman, I'm pretty sure that that's very common behavior in that household. So that little girl is going to grow up and probably think she could call somebody black a nigger or a ghetto-ass bitch, honestly. So maybe this was her first lesson in shutting the fuck up. Your mama just got her ass whipped with a hair full of Utopia. Yeah. Like, I... I um. If anything, the stance I would take on it was, yeah, the child could have got hurt and she shouldn't get hurt because of her mama, but not on the fault of the employee, but on the fault of her own mama. Like she, if if your mama literally is using you as a shield, then yeah, it's, uh, yeah, potentially she could have got hurt and that's wrong, but that's not the fault of the. Not even, not even, let's take it one step further. I have a child. I don't go into public places provoking people one by myself, let alone with my damn child in tow. Correct. I don't put myself or my child in a position where we could be at danger because I can't control my mouth and my bigotry, my racism. That woman's priority was being racist and being bigoted to a black woman who she thought wouldn't come from behind that counter and whoop her ass. Correct. So she she felt safe. She thought that counter was the great divide. It was right. not. She got her ass whooped. And, she and then to use your, danger. Right. To use your own child as a shield, like what kind of what kind of mojizzle ass deadbeat parent do you have to be to put your daughter to even, in? To even show out like that with your kid in tow. Like even if the woman didn't come from the, behind the counter and whoop her ass the fact that you showed out like this in front of your child, what kind right. of parent are you? Right. You are fucking gross. Right. So, yeah, like, nah, I, I, I agree with you. Like, like, it don't, nah, I'm not in the business of being kind to races. And, yeah, that child could have got hurt, and that sucks, but don't blame that black employee. Blame her mama for being racist and also for being a deadbeat mama that, that li- literally put her child in harm's way because she can't help but be a bigot. So, yeah. Um, I didn't see that, but, yeah, I yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah. F- fuck that mama. Fuck her. I'm being terrorized by a six-month-old. She got a whole mouth on my nose. <laughs> You're doing amazing, London. What even is this? What do you got going on? <laughs> she like daddy not home yet so I'm just going to terrorize mama correct but yeah so moving on where are we starting at this week um uh, so we got we going to start with um 
Look, hip hop. Uh, then we're gonna discuss a little bit of reality TV news. Uh, we're gonna discuss. I mean, since the the, the drama the dramedy was kind of light this week, um, we got we're gonna talk about Cam Newton being ahead and the the controversy around that. And Tyrese going full fucking Tyrese, literally as we tweet and record this damn podcast. <laughs> um, nervous breakdown. Look, Tyrese, look, never go for Tyrese. Never. Don't you ever in your black ass life go for Tyrese. Ever. Never. If you ever if you ever have if you ever in your life where you at a place where you think, what would Tyrese do? One, get some professional help. Two, don't do it. Just don't do it. Just do not do it. Just do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of Dodge. At all, uh, but so let's start with love and hip hop Hollywood. So, um, as we usually do, we just don't go in any particular order, we just say what you know, we just go with whatever storyline comes to our mind first. Um, so let's start with how Nasal E is probably the most delusional motherfucker. I have seen since probably shit. Fuck it, I don't even have a comparison. That just is one delusional ass woman. Like I don't understand. Oh, go ahead. I am first of all. I am weirded out by a woman that feels the need to constantly have her. Uh, business. Nah, to have her personal life in the street to prove a point. That is very strange to me. Even if so, let me. So she confronted Booby about him not acknowledging her, and Booby like, "What you mean? I said, what's up? We spoke. We was talking. Like how I tried to play you." Booby right. This shit, little boo boo, little boo boo, confused this shit. <laughs> you know what? Normally. <laughs> You know what? Normally we put some respect on Booby name, but Booby been fucking up, so we can't even because you know everybody, especially like Marcus Four Lane, Four Lane, Highway Lane, Park Heaven ass, try to play him, talking about some little Boo Boo. But you know what? Booby been fucking up lately, so we can't even like reasonably defend that nigga and, and folks calling him little Boo Boo. So yeah, little Boo Boo. <laughs> little Boo Boo, like what you mean? I ain't speak. I spoke. I said what's up. She like nah, that nigga just. Like- you act like we ain't fuck around. He like, cause we didn't. Right. First of all, first of all, it is amazing because usually, like you said, Candace, it's weird for like a woman. Cause usually that's a, a guy thing, right? You know what I mean? Usually niggas be like, you know, I fuck. Why? I mean, why you lying? Like, you know, I smash, you know, like this and that. Like it's weird seeing Hazel do it. Cause she literally is like, so you going to tell me. So, so you gonna deny the fact that I hit it and like how she said like I hit it I, like I did you a favor by fucking like she 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 did what niggas do and it was very weird seeing someone that delusional tr- do that and like in that situation Boo Boo was it's just wild because she tried to expose him like yeah I got the text messages when you said you was broke and this that and the third like the nigga the nigga his wife house cat we know he broke. <laughs> <laughs> You're not telling us nothing that we do not know. 
Right, like we like we did not know like we like this nigga literally just got his first studio apartment and just stopped having to get an, get an allowance from Keisha. Like we all know that nigga was in Keisha house up there like a goddamn fur uh, 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 a damn uh, living room um house plant. So like we know this nigga like, like an ottoman. Like listen, right. We know he broke. Like you not telling us nothing we couldn't figure out. That nigga was up in Keisha house like a floor lamp. Like we knew this. <laughs> this is all information that we knew. So like you not telling us, you not telling us anything that we didn't already know, Hazel. So the fact that you like are so pressed to like expose this man, quote unquote, like it's very weird. It's very, like, see, it's very, it's very ashy. Like the same way we would call a, a a nigga Ashley for trying to like be so pressed to prove that he fucked somebody, it's very Ashley of Hazel to do. It's very. She looks very, very. And then, very and sad. then first, and this, and then. Okay, so I think Curtis said this was it. Curtis and Lexi said this. Well, I don't know if it was last week or the week before when we had them on, but listen, if you're my friend and we having a party, an event, whatever, I'm not about to come to your event. And start and shit. If you're supposed to be there for Alexis and for her party, for her for her business or whatever, why are you going there starting shit? Like, if you went there to support Alexis and you saw Booby and you had this issue with Booby, you handle that afterwards. Or you confront him afterwards. Don't show up to my shit and call shit. Like, in the words of Curtis Alexis, I'll beat your ass. My thing is, even... even like, what you doing? You claim we fucked and we kicked it. You got my number. If you got an issue, call me. Right? Oh, I thought I lost you. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if you got my number and you swear we fucked and we kicked it, why you just didn't call me to straighten it out? Why you wait to come to somebody's event to try to show out? Right. Especially, like like I said, this is supposed to be your girl. This is supposed to be your, as she called Alexis, your little sis. Like, why you at your little sis event starting shit? Like, it don't add up, Hazel. Like, it's a, everything has to be about Hazel. Or, I'm sorry, everything. Nasal has to suck up all the air. She has to have all the attention be on her. She has to be the star, quote unquote. Uh, she has to be the center of attention. Everything has to revolve around Nasal and her nose. And her terrible ass implants. Yes, very terrible. And 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 let us not forget her terrible wigs. Her wigs be her wigs be as distraught as a woman or more finding out that her baby daddy ain't the father. So since we're at the pool party, let's discuss Lyrica telling Hazel about the song. Yeah, let's discuss Lyrica being messy as fuck. Speaking of, speaking of, speaking of, real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, I would like for Lyrica and Tina Campbell to retire the same damn hairstyle. Continue. Go ahead, Candace. I just want to throw that out, though. Uh, is Tina Campbell the, the Mary Mary chick who voted for Trump? Correct. Her Lyrica got the same damn hairstyle. Fuck both of them. Um, so... Lyrica is messy because she's a snooze fest otherwise. Let's yeah. Just out there. Yeah. She has to be messy because otherwise, like, her, her storyline literally began, begun and ended in the first episode with her not wanting 
A1 to work with any other women artists. Correct. Like, her storyline literally began and ended in the same damn episode, and everything else since has been her being... Because she did the same shit, remember? With um, when how Brooke found out that Marcus was cheating on her with Jay and his wife, like she found that out from uh, from Lyrica. Yep. So Lyrica has a penchant for being the the source, the what well, if not maybe not the source, but definitely running and telling that to the drama. She definitely a run tell that ass bitch. Mm-hmm. But one run tell that album she's been working on for eight years. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! I just thought about it. What if, because you know how Lexi t- uh, brought us into the wonderful world of the reviews of Nasally Book? Mm-hmm. What if there are reviews for Lyrica album? It's got to be out to have some reviews. That That is also a good point, my friend. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, so Lyrica is messy, and she kind of is annoying. But Lyrica was annoying last season with the drama between her mama and A1 mama because she was facilitating a lot of that. Yeah. Because her mama was like, well, I only act like this because of what Lyrica is telling me about A1 and his mom. I don't... Listen. If I talk to my husband's mom or whatever, or he tells me they talked or whatever, I don't run back and tell my mom what's going on with my husband and his mama. I don't even run back and tell my mom when if me and my husband have a disagreement. I, I just... It's our business, our life, our problems to solve and get through. So I just didn't understand that. And from then, I knew Lyrica was messy. So, yeah. So this is by Paul for the course. Yeah, she really don't have shit I was going for on the show. So she might as well be because she really is boring to watch, boring to look at, boring to hear sing. Bitch is boring. Mm-hmm. While we live uh, tweeting, and live podcasting. Uh, shout out to our our friend uh, Curtis because you know I usually search the uh, Ratchet Ramblings uh, hashtag on Twitter, and Curtis uh, and Curtis uh, said uh, this was yesterday, but Curtis said that he noted that uh, Candace is gonna go win on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. Yeah, it's and it's more to come. Correct. Uh, so also let's talk about how Lyrica completely. Did not tell the entire truth and A1's involvement in that damn uh, bet that they all had about Hazel. <laughs> she completely, she was, look, she was like, look, look, bitch, you're not going to come for my man. You can come for these other niggas, but you can't come for my man. Like, A1 dead ass was involved, was fully down and fully uh, palatable in, the, in that shit with them goddamn bees and them damn um, extra ropes from, extra ropes that from underground ass grave. Let's discuss how fucking happy he was that he wasn't the one that had to go and do a song with Hazel Lee. He that was ecstatic. He was over fucking joy. Like, let's get to the, let's get down to the grit of the shit. That he, nigga. Like, he, at no point was he like, nah, man, I don't want nothing to do with this Hazel cool people. Like, Lyrica told that bold face ass lie. A bold face. Listen, listen, listen. When A one found out he wasn't the one that had to do a song with Nasal Lee, he was happier and giddier than black men. Matter of fact, when, um, when Ray J found out he had to do it, A one had the jokes. Like, because uh, Ray J was like, "All right, let's go." No, nah, A one was like, "No, nah, let's go find the studio." Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. And I wish, and I guess they only do it when it's like this, like in dire, dire needs, and especially like for reunions and shit. But I wish VH1 would have pulled the receipts then, like they'd been, like they did for Jocelyn and Yandy, because, because they, they, the they probably will on the reunion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, Lyrica Missy, Miracle, I mean, Miracle. <laughs> That's what, you know what? That's what I'm going to call a miracle because she missed it. Combination of missing and lyrical. Miracle. There you go. Nuzica. Candace. Bitch is just a host drag. Like, I just know. No, thank you. Nuzica. So, okay. So, after Lyrica, messy ass going to tell Hazel what happened, Hazel decides she's out for revenge and she goes and finds um, Safari. She goes and finds Safari who is hanging out with Chanel uh, No Coast and Lil Fizz. They playing Uno and shit at a bar, I guess. I don't know what that was about, but it happened. Yeah, It, it looked like they was having fun, though. Yeah. But um, she she rolled up on Safari like, I heard you had jokes and yada, yada, yada. And Safari like, huh? And, and, that, so, and that damn accent of his. So then... She throws a bag of dildos on the table. So I abhor when women don't like something a man does and they try to put the behavior on homosexual connotations. Well, eat a dick since you dissed out of the third. Like, why is that your first go-to? Meanwhile, you love the company of gay people. You love having them style you. You love getting the tea from them. But you reduce things that men do that you don't like to gay behavior, right? In a negative connotation. Yeah, like niggas gay. No, they not gay. They just messy niggas. Like call it what it is. If you if you wanted to have an issue with with, what they did, which she was well, let me take this. She was well within her right to have an issue with being made the butt of anybody's joke. Correct. And then niggas laughing in her face and doing that kind of shit behind her back. So she was well within her rights to feel how she felt. But how she went about it to me was trashy. Yeah, like you she could have like, just cussed the nigga out and kept it moving. Correct. Like like we've learned um in this past week, especially with the Cam Noon stuff which we'll talk about later. Two two the old adage is two wrongs don't make a right. Just like racism, just like it doesn't if if someone's being racist and you counter that with being sexist, you're not right in that situation. Both things are wrong and both things are trash. So in in, in Nasal E's case, you know, just, you know, as a, you know, just painted as a broad brush or whatever, like, them being messy, uh, stabbing you behind your back, make you the bug, butt of your jokes, be kind of, you know, be, being a little sexist towards you, you, you coming back at them with, I'm with, coming back at Safari with some homophobia. That don't make you no better. Like that's that's trash as well. Like it don't cancel each other. It doesn't like one up the other. Oh, like, don't the- scare me. I'm about to put London and her daddy out this goddamn house. <laughs> I pay bills. You can't put me out no goddamn. Nah, house. I'm putting y'all both out. Y'all sleeping in the car. Ate <laughs> my nose, and you coming in here complaining about food that wasn't even yours. But yours. <laughs> no, it ain't your no, it's in the house. It's mine. And that's why I said, hey up now. What's yours? 
nothing. The box. These crumbs. You can have a <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I do agree. Like two wrongs don't make a right, especially when it's other petty ways to get your point across. Correct. Like first I of all, like it's, it's, I feel like you could be petty without playing the these niggas gay card. Correct. Like first of all, first of all, you on a show called you you are on Love and Hip Hop with a bunch. Like the the nature of the show is getting back at people in petty ways. There are a million petty ways. You could get back at Safari. And again, she's well within her right. Because, yeah, that was some fuck shit to be smiling in her face, then talking shit behind her back, and then acting like all the shit's cool. She's well within her right to be offended. But yeah. there are a million ways you can go about it without being homophobic. Especially, you know what? You know, especially when, like, gay culture is responsible for so much of the slang and stuff that we see on Love and Hip Hop. Right. Right. And then, and then, you know what, and then I'll take it a step further, Candace. I'll take it a step further. Especially when, and I was thinking about this because, you know, sometimes some stuff kind of may be obvious to other people, but it may hit you later on. Especially and this was with me when I was like rewatching the episode because you know the sh- the shit live aired Monday and this is fucking Friday so you know you forget some of the shit so I- we have to rewatch it to catch up before the podcast. Yeah. Especially, it's trash of of Nasal to come at Safari with some homophobia, especially when all the other women on the pod, I mean on the on the show that have a problem with you, call you a man. Yeah. So like. You being homophobic towards Safari, but on the lowest and maybe highest of keys, you know, I could be wrong, but, you know, I'm just saying in general, like, the other women are low-key being transphobic towards you, even though you're not trans, but, you know, you you get what I'm saying, like, they're being that way towards you, and then you come at Safari with some, with some homophobia, so you should know better. Yeah. But, you know... But this as is- usual, you know, Hazel not happy unless she's making a fool out of her goddamn self. That looking look what when the listeners listen to this and they see the title of the episode, what is the title of the episode? Looking the fuck stupid. Yeah, she's an idiot. She was a whole ass idiot. Uh so let's see. Uh speaking, we, we brought him up. Speaking of Lil Fizz, um <laughs> uh so a B2K reunion, huh? That's what that's what that's what Lil Fizz is trying to get popping in the streets. And by the previews, he gonna go to Ray J next week and try to get Ray J to replace Omarion because Omarion ain't with the shits and Jay Bull damn damn they ain't with the shits. So, so Ray J, if you don't, boy, first of all, <laughs> I do think I do think um, Omarion is a little delusional about his statue. His ability to get a hit in 2017. Yeah, I, I mean, let us let us still a demographic and an audience of B2K fans that would absolutely embrace a B2K reunion, and everybody would get a bag off of that. Right. Hey, that's what Finn oh, said. Like he was like okay, with Jay to replace Omarion, they trying to put together a whole ass tour. Like he was saying, like Ray J on the tour, B2K on the tour. 
some one other group, maybe not, nah, maybe pretty, maybe pretty, pretty Ricky, Ricky on the tour. Cause he said he talked to Pleasure P. That would actually be a fire ass fucking tour. It would. And with the exception of Ray J, because I don't. Ray J gonna come out and do two songs: "One Wish" and "Wait a Minute." Right, and maybe "Six of Can Find Your Bird." Between the between the two groups, because Pretty Ricky had hits, and Baby. B2K had hits, and Ray J had a hit or two. Right. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so. Yeah, so that's that's what's gonna happen. So I'm not I'm not necess- I'm not terribly upset at what Fizz is trying to do. I'm not upset at it. Um, but I think he I think Boog had a point where he he could present it better. But then at the same time, it's like he just kind of came up with this with the idea on the fly. So it's not gonna be like well thought out and presented. But I'm not mad at it either. Um, but I I thought it was I thought it was funny because Boog was Jay Boog. No, I think he he been thinking about it. But he was scared to go to the members. Yeah. And I'm not giving you a well thought out plan until we all agree that we're gonna do it. The profit we make from it. Yeah. It's like it's like when you go into a party when someone invites you to a party and you ask who all gonna be there. That's how Fizz was. But I thought it I thought it was hilarious and true when when, when Jay Bull asked him like what's the goal of this and shit, Fizz was like, nigga the bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> J Boy asked something like nigga, what's the motivation? Nigga the bag. What you <laughs> Yeah, check, bro. Niggas trying to get money. Right, nigga secure the bag. Shit. What the, the hell you doing? Um But yeah, that yeah, I'm I'm not terribly uh, you know upset. I wasn't no huge B2K fan, but they had a lot of goddamn fans. Correct. Niggas had some hits. I wasn't the biggest fan of you, but niggas had some hits. Like I said, they had some hits. And What's interesting to me is them doing this after Rasby made all those molestation allegations against Chris Stokes. Oh yeah. I forgot I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Wow. You just re- refresh my memory because yeah. Woo. Yeah. And then I think Fizz said shit. I think he said Fizz, Lil Fizz said shit. Raz been living in China for shit a, a good minute. Speaking of, they had OG Bobby Brown on. Yes. Bobby Brown, the king of R&B. Bobby. Nigga, you on party? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to channel my inner Whitney. Rest in peace, Whitney. Channel uh, it too hard. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, I mean, just like, I mean, just like witness voice. I mean, you have to even go hard to go home. I mean, Richard Whitney, but Whitney ain't never. Whitney never went half speed on the song. She was either look. I'm gonna go all out. Or I just ain't gonna sing Where's it. Cocaine? That Candace. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I ain't lie. You didn't. You didn't. In fairness, you didn't. Um, but let's see. Uh, so, <sighs> so we might as well go ahead and get this shit out of the way. Brooke, Bridget, Booby, and Marcus. Y- yes, yes. Actually, that's where I was gonna go with. But yes, let's go ahead and talk about it. What the fuck? Hey, let me get let me let me get my rocks off with with Bridget. 
Hey, Bridget moved nasty. Yes, she does. She moved like she 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 moved like a like she moved like every Dirty Mac song ever. Not a, not even the Dirty Mac in part because she ain't really Dirty Mac nobody, but she filed to her own boyfriend like she was just crying because the nigga didn't want to marry her because she had been cheating only for her to go cheat in the same episode. <laughs> They did not. She said they broke up. She said she, she they didn't. She didn't know where they stood at the moment. Right. She was like, "I guess we together, <laughs> but then I guess not." So I don't know. So like, you want a nigga to marry you, and when he say just not yet, you go cheat on him. And the reason he said just not yet is because you have been cheating on him. Like, how does that even like, like talk? Talk, talk. Talk about a talk about a lack of self awareness. Talk about irony. Right, like them them knees of iron is just goddamn. Like when I saw that shit, I was like, what? Cause cause okay, so this week my job been um be, being more uh, wishy washy than uh than K Michelle's vocals with this overtime. So I've been staying late and I stayed late Monday and Candace Live tweeted. And so I didn't watch my first glimpse of this episode wasn't until I got home after it aired on Monday. And so Candace live tweeted and I just happened because, you know, I, I, you know, even if I'm not live tweeting and Candace does this too, if we're not live tweeting, we'll still retweet and, you know, spread word out with the, um, with the, with the show page. And so I just happened to see what Candace was live tweeting from the show page. And when she said, wow, Bridget, I was like, oh shit, I know this about to be some shit. And then when I saw her ass, on that damn boat with Booby. I was like, like a, looking like a goddamn trollop. She I was like, Jesus Ladarius Barkevius Jadavian Clowny Christ. Really, Bridget. Really. Jesus got all the hood booking middle names. <laughs> all of them. So what really appalled me about Bridget was her saying. What she was doing was helping Marcus and Brooke. You know, together. You know, I was telling Candace this pregame. Some things you don't agree with them, and you know they trash, and you're gonna call them trash because you don't call a spade a spade. But some things are just so just out there, and it just hits you that you are almost impressed and laugh with the audacity. And when Bridget said that shit. I literally, I know I say this all the time, but literally, honest to God, I literally almost fell off my bed and was on this damn floor howling and was going to need one of them damn life alert things from the commercials to get up off this motherfucker because she really said, listen, me cheating on my boyfriend, me cheating on my boyfriend is going to help you you and Marcus get closer with y'all relationship. What? What? In what world does that make sense? How? Listen. How? Like I said, I'm still appalled that earlier in the episode she had a mental meltdown because her uh I don't know the nigga name. Light skin like, nigga of note. The light skin nigga that looked like the nigga from uh Insecure that Molly fucking that's married. Jared. I mean not Jared, no. Um Dro. Dro, yeah. So low budget Dro 
tell her. <laughs> not, not yet. And the bitch going to cheat on him. Like, am I the only one that finds that to be outlandishly fucking ridiculous? No, you are not alone, my nigga. That is like... It's fucking ridiculous. Like, okay, this will definitely help the nigga put the ring on your finger. Right. That'll do it. Like, you was just... Out tomorrow. Hey, you know what? She... Hey, her nigga... <laughs> hey, her, her nigga curved her because she cheated, and then she went full Donnell Jones and proved the point of why he curved her because she cheated. <laughs> like, nigga... Bridget, what's are you okay? No, the fuck you not. That's it. Oh shit. Hey, she dead ass. <laughs> I can't help it. Like that bitch, you a hoe. Like you a whole hoe. Like, and I don't consider hoe how many men you fucked. I consider you a hoe because of how you moving. Like you literally shitting on. So let's okay, let's let's rein it in right quick. Fucking Marcus don't like Booby because he know that Brooke got feelings for Booby. But Marcus, your friend, you've been playing friendly with Brooke, and you and you mad because low budget Dro don't want to marry you, and you of all the people you could fuck with, you pick Booby. 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 And nigga, did you see in the preview when Marcus find out how his face? My nigga, listen. <laughs> Marcus, hey, listen, hey, I'm howling at that uh, at that diabolical ass Chappelle show laugh you giving. <laughs> listen, sometimes you just want to watch the world burn, and next week the world gonna burn, and I just <laughs> I just can't wait, nigga. Marcus is looking like like remember that joke you said like uh, I can't remember like that joke you said when you find out that you got an overdraft for a small purchase. That's how Marcus looking when he in the preview when he found out bro, <laughs> don't fuck booby. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. I can't wait. It's hey, look. Beautifully, beautifully diabolical. Look, when Mark look, when Marcus find out he look he when he find out his part that's in his head gonna stretch or got from goddamn Georgia to California. That's enough. Okay, too far? Cool. I mean his his part too far, but you know, okay, cool. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, but Bridget, Bridget trash. Then speaking of trash. Hey, hey, you see how casually you threw that in there? Yeah, but that bitch trash. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't lie. I mean, hey. Nah, you told a complete fact. Uh, so we we had discussed on one of the ratchet recaps. Maybe I think it was like Rod um, back on Crown and Collards. And remember we were saying how like love and hip hop either gonna make you likable or super trash? Correct. Bridget Kelly, ladies and gentlemen, the super trash. Super trash. And you know what? It's so crazy. Super because, super trash. Because when her first appearance on the show we was like, okay, Auntie Bridget, you know, we, we know you can sing. What the fuck you really... You know you know what? We was like, Bridget, you are kind of like Auntie Music. Like, what the fuck you doing on Love & Hip Hop? But now we see why she on Love & Hip Hop because of how she moved. Yeah, she trash. She belong on Love & Hip Hop. Egg, egg damn exactly. Speaking of trash, so, okay. So, y'all know <clears throat> we have been on Team Rooting for Booby. For a minute. But 
Booby got her got us out here looking the fuck stupid. And we are not pleased with it because how you gonna say you got feelings for Brooke and then when she say nah and we'll get to her bird ass in a minute. When she say nah, you go ahead and be like, well, I mean shit. And you know I gotta try to talk like Booby. You know, you know Booby's so damn country that even I can't properly How you gotta try? You country as fuck. It's Hey, you low key sound like him on a regular basis. Right. And I still gotta try to sound try I, the fact that I have to try to sound like Booby and I'm country as hell should let you know how country Booby is. But this nigga, when Brooke was like, nah, I'm not gonna come to this romantic evening with this romantic getaway with you because I still got feelings for my married nigga. Booby was like, Well shit, you know what I mean? I got options and I'm just a fish in the water and Bridget just happened to swim by. Booby. What? Niggas gon' nig. Niggas is gon' you can't never root for niggas for too long because they will let you down every time. <laughs> <laughs> niggas is gon' nig. This nigga we was rooting for this nigga. This nigga out here. This nigga out here like shit. My DMs, your DMs. <laughs> nigga said so. I just slid in her DM to see what was up. Like, boy, what? Right. You just was out here. Listen, this nigga was two episodes of the road out here defending what's left of Brooks' honor. And this nigga was like, I mean, shit. If she ain't gonna, if she ain't gonna slide through, I'm gonna slide somebody else. Nigga, in. pretty much was like, if she ain't gonna fuck, I know a bitch you will. <laughs> yeah. Bridget. <laughs> hey, big head. He hit Bridget with the hey, big head. Nigga. I was like, booby. We was root for you. I'll root for you. How dare you, you goddamn house cat? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, Mike, right here. Shout out to that house cat joke. That shit has been a classic. That's yeah, shout, classic. Hey, shout out to you, Mike. We gonna get you on this damn show for, for real one day because that shit is fun. We, as a matter of fact, we gonna get you on the show and name a whole ass episode of house cat. That shit is fucking hilarious. We might be able to get him to um. I don't know how it would work. Like, he could just talk when I talk, right? Like, we in the yeah. same room. Yeah. So, he should uh, pick it up. Maybe, maybe for the, um, maybe for the, uh, for the reunion recap, maybe we would put together like a little panel of people and, and get the laughs going. Yeah. We floating in around y'all. I mean, shit. They, we was able to pick up um when your mom when you was around your mom and gave us the hilarious moment. Of oh, which one was? Yeah, my mom when she was uh, on that one episode. Yeah, she, she came loud and clear. Yeah, she was like, "Y'all, fuck y'all. I'm gonna wear my white dot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I um yeah, the nigga was like, "Hey, big head, Bridget." Like, yeah. I mean, and she do got a big head. Nigga pretty much alluded to you being quick and easy pussy. Like, that's not no compliment. Right. Oh, shit. My Bridget don't have no self-awareness at all, dog. That was that was some... Pe- that was a whole ass case of gall from Kroger. A whole ass case. On sale. That was, that was, that was a whole ass... You nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So I guess we can get to the other birds in this equation. So <sighs> Brooke and Marcus. 
before you go, Candace, let me just say because I know you got a lot to say on Brooke, and I and and, and we here, so I, I I know I'm gonna agree with damn now all of this, if not all of it. But let me just get this and then I, I'm I'm gonna throw you the alley and then you slam it in, Brooke. Yeah. At this point, has got to be in the pick me. I'm desperate for any scraps of a man Hall of Fame. First ballot of all time because how you let a nigga that was cheating on his wife with you, then cheating on you with the uh with his other side chick, the paralegal, how you let him flip this on you and make himself the victim? How, Brooke? How? How are you that simple? How are you that much of a bird that you let a bird? Make you pick the seeds. How? Marcus is a mastermind. That's let's let's be let's be honest and be clear about it. You gotta be one diabolical ass motherfucker to flip it like that. Yes. The shit is nigga, like I know I lied to you about being married. I know I even fucked my paralegal while she was divorcing me. But I ain't deserve to have you running around with little boo-boo. And 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 Brooke let the nigga do it. I just how how? Yeah, the nigga said, "Now what happened with you and Booby? Oh, you got a dead dad." Hey, what? The, a nigga that's married, a nigga that lied to you about being married is making you is, is giving you demands. How? <laughs> nigga gave her ultimatums. <laughs> I wish the fuck. Like how? A nigga, listen. Listen, a nigga that lied to you about being married and made you look like the side piece that you got mad at Jade for being, and you ain't stabbed this nigga, and he out here making you look like a six browns chick question. How? (laughs) How? This shit is beyond me. Like, I just, I really want to understand, like, I want to say nobody could be that desperate, but clearly somebody could be that clearly, desperate. Clearly, listen, clearly there is a bar that is that low that only Brooke Valentine could cross. It. Because I have never seen no shit like this. Never. Like, this is, like, I, like, like, it, you know how something just don't make sense to you and, like, you know the answer, but even the answer that you know just is just too outstanding for you to comprehend in your mind. Like that's how a man will brook. Like I know the answer is she desperate and she's stupid and she just won't end the scrapes of this man. But it just don't make sense. <laughs> it still don't make it's, sense. It's it's pretty musty. It is it is very musty. There are no edges. There are no hairlines. Um, there is there's white diamonds all over the place. There are Masika Hills all over the place. Nothing makes sense. Everything is not fine. Nobody is okay. And I just, every I, this is how I know every day we stray further from God's life. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of, here. Yeah. So, speaking of Masika, <clears throat> so. We finally get the rest of Zell. Like, if y'all remember a while back when we first got a little whiff of this, we played 
um, part of Zell's Instagram post of elect- no, hold on, wait, 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 let's let's back up a little, let's back up a little bit. So I want to know how a couple of episodes ago, when everybody had that come to Jesus moment and was like, we really shouldn't be beefing with each other. It's really Masika and her cowardice that got all of us fighting. And Ray, Mr. Ray and Alexis made up. How two episodes later these motherfuckers still beefing? How? Hey, you know how. Because they are messy bitches that live for drama. Correct. So now we got that out the way. Yes. They are goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, and you know, you know how. Okay, so Alexis and Lyrica show up to Chanel's uh, uh, video or uh, pre. They got they got so many damn pre-release parties. They don't make no fucking. He's the most pre-releasing this motherfuckers I ever seen in my life. <laughs> yes. How many? Why you? Why you got to keep having pre-releases? Just release the shit. Right. My pre-release for my release, release, release. Like, bitch. Listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, but anyway, for whatever the fuck they doing for Chanel, no coast, uh, and Safari. So these niggas, these two motherfuckers, Alexis and Lyrica, show up, and Nicky Baby there. And you know what? As annoying as Nicky Baby is, I would give Nicky Baby this. She has been, in general, less annoying this season. Cause when she saw that Lyrica and Alexis were about to get into it with Mister Red, she was like, "Look here, motherfucker." Uh, this is an event. We here for Chanel. Don't start no shit. And if you start, yeah, Nikki, shit, Nikki about her money. Yeah, I'll give her that. I would, yes, we'll give her that. She, she is. is, about she, is. She, she very professional. Yeah, she's like listen. But you, you know, she come from a culture of getting to the bag, though. Yeah, she do. Yeah, yeah. And that's what whole whole thing of like, listen, we are here for a professional reason. Don't y'all bring me in no shit. And don't y'all bring no shit to this damn event. And these these bird ass motherfuckers, all every all the parts of all these niggas, I don't like how how you how you squash shit, but you still in shit. And then fucking Chanel, <laughs> listen. Hey, you have really reached rock bottom when Lucci got to tell you to be professional. I was just about to say that. <laughs> you have hit the very very bottom of the barrel. This is why even this is why even though Zell is a lot and Zell shoots himself in the foot a lot as y'all alluded to last week and I agree. This is why him Mr. Ray calling him calling Zell ghetto and unprofessional and all this shit is kind of like the Spider-Man. He got a lot of fucking nerve. Mr. Ray shouldn't call nobody ghetto with his scared ass. Right. Like it's like the Spider-Man meme of him pointing at himself because it's like for all the shit you talk about, Zell, you just like him. Just like him. Because he's the one that threw, because Chanel shouted him out, he's the one that threw the event together for Chanel. So, as Lucci pointed out, which again, like you said, if Lucci is the one reading you for professionalism, you have you need you need assistance. You need to you need to you need to call home. You need to you need to call on him and one and ask him why he's why we seen because you have reached the point of no return in your life when a nigga that look like Earthworm Jim is telling you how to be professional. 
Yeah, I was I was really I don't know. I'm really pissed that they made me have to root for Chanel West Coast because she was the only one acting like she had some fucking sense. That right. bothered me. That bothered my spirit. You know <laughs> that bothered me deep, deep, deep down. That she was the one not doing no tripping. Right. And and also the thing is like For Alexis to have broken it off with Lucci, why she pressed that who Lucci talking to? She's super pressed. Because as soon as Lucci said, you know, my bae or whatever, uh, which I, I do think that, and even he said, and I think Chanel said it, which, again, why can't, like you said, Kat, she was the only one that acting, was acting like she had some sense. Like, he said, might have said, bae, too fast. But at the same time, either even, way. Like, not to be not to be funny, but even if he called her bae, he's single. Yeah, that, yeah, that was what I was about to say. It still don't matter. Like, like she still don't have a dog in the fight, especially when she broke up with him. Right. Right, you broke up with this nigga. And so you you broke she you broke up with this nigga and you've been living your best life single. So why you trip when he said that? And then like you said, Chanel was the only one that was acting like some like she had since she was like, Hey, I don't you know, it's not that serious. Let's all act like we got some sense and Alexa was like, Excuse me, excuse me, bitch. Yeah, it, yeah, actually, yeah, excuse you, because you you making this something that it don't need to be. And then, of course, he's being corny, honestly. Yeah, and then, of course, Lyrica right there, even though she ain't got no dog in this fight, right there being, being Lyrica being Miracle being Miracle. Messy ass Lyrica. Exactly. Well, that got this. Huh, that damn. We need, like, 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 said, we really need to start a petition for her to let go of that shit, that damn hairstyle, because. It is not it it is not two thousand and four, beloved. It Lyrica is not just, Lyrica just late all the time. She yeah. never she never looks amazing. How she do you still, never look amazing? She still she's still dressing like one of those sister parts still come on the air. That's enough. Holy shit. Oh, I know that. I mean I mean <laughs> You do a show with me. I mean, I'm, I mean. Yeah, but you just said she dressed like free. She, <laughs> like, what is but, wrong with you? I mean, I mean, in fairness, I mean, did I lie? It's not about who's lying or telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Oh, uh, so moving on. Yeah. So, uh, so we, ha- I had to backtrack real quick to give the. The, the 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 background of that's what happened there to get to bring it up to this. So, Zell and Alexis finalized this this track to Masika. Now, before I, I, I to me, yeah, the the engineer was fired. Whoever produced the shit was fired. <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> now, but the don't have no rhythm. Bitch, just all off key. To me, right? I was just about to say. To me, Alexis is a cute girl, but she annoying as shit and got no damn rhythm. Now she for real ain't had no rhythm. Like she dead ass with the Lashanel West Coast. 
which is the, which is the fucking irony of her having issue with Chanel, and you dance just like her. How you have all that ass, but you ain't got no rhythm? How? Yeah, that was a waste. A waste. That's that's a damn shame. You got all that ass, but got not only do you have no rhythm dancing, but you also got no rhythm being in the fucking studio. When a nigga, when a when a nigga that look like. <sighs> <sighs> You know, you being petty. You're petty, showing. <laughs> you know, nope. For, <laughs> damn, let's get it out. Nope. Whatever you about to say, you know, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know, uh, uh-uh. uh. Damn it! This all show. I'm saying what I'm saying. So. For as much as Zell goes on about him styling, in his word, styling and profiling, he always he, looks the fuck terrible. He looks the fu- he looks like if you threw a nigga in a pile of clothes from Goodwill and he just came out that motherfucker. Like he don't never like the only time any semblance of good fashion comes from anything Zell does is when he styles Keisha. Because Keisha is the only one that gives that nigga money. Other times when he styles other people not named Keisha and when he wears his own clothes, that motherfucker always looks like a Final Fantasy character. It never fucking fails. Zell look musty. He does. That's my first problem with Zell. He does. He does. But he, like, you know how terrible you gotta look to look musty? Right. <laughs> It's one thing to be musty, but the effort it's it the effort of you that it takes to look musty. To actually be musty. Right, That's to be the, to to look like a physical representation of what must would look like in form. He don't never look, he never there's nothing about him that's coordinated. Did you see what the fuck he was wearing at the goddamn pool party? And that's before you even get to the shit he was wearing at the damn pool looking like a Jumanji board. I'm just you know, you gotta have a lot of audacity to be mad at somebody for some shit that you created. Like he could have literally just stayed out of the shit. And he wouldn't be going through this. Yeah. But he's literally mad at Masika for a situation he created. Yeah. It's like I it's like I said, uh like we said last week. He had a point about Masika not being loyal, but then it was also like the Spider Man mean point at itself because he also did that same thing. Like once like what like once Masika Told like once Masika in like the second episode when she walked off with her with her dusty ass heels like once she showed once once Masika showed you who she was to to help your coin and to actually win the beef quote unquote to walk off looking like well shit this bitch was unloyal but I'm gonna be the bigger person he actually would have came out better and looked better by being like you know what. I'm gonna let people see you for what you are, and I'm gonna back off and just go about my coin. He would have wanted not to be funny, but the thing is, and while I think Masika is a coward, if 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 you come to me because you know somebody got a problem with me, and you like Candace, they just want to sit down and talk or whatever. 
And I'm like, I don't want to sit down and talk to them. If you my friend, you just going to be like, all right, it is what it is. I was just trying to get this shit straightened out. You're going to leave it alone. Yeah. Zell, like, because I went back and watched, like, some old episodes Monday because, you know, they saw the old ones leading up to the new one. Yeah. So, Zell kept forcing himself into the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, like, I'm going to be completely honest. Alexis didn't throw no drink or no bag at him over Masika. It's because he was talking shit to her. Nigga walked in and was like, well, it smells like plastic over here. Like, nigga. <laughs> and trying to say that the reason they got into it was over Masika, no. You got into it because your mouth slipped. Yeah. The, he, they got into it like the like the, the, the initial cause of it was because of mouth slit. The fact that it was Masika was brought into it was a secondary reaction. But the main the initial the initial thing was it was him being messy on his own. Yeah, he was being messy on his own. Okay. Yeah. Cause notice, cause notice one thing I'll say about Monique. Monique's batshit crazy. Correct. She's pretty loyal. Notice when Masika told her like, listen, stop bringing this girl up around me. What what uh, Monique do? She left it the fuck alone. Like, some shit isn't worth your friendship. Your beef with this woman over a nigga that don't take care of his kids, I'm not about to get mad about that shit. That ain't my business. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when they was at, at the beach uh, when, when it was Monique, Zell, uh, Masika, Nia, and AD, and they was talking about the shit and uh, Mon- and, and uh, and uh, and and uh, not Masika. Yeah, Masika walked off, and Monice was like, "Okay, we." Uh, Monice was like, "Okay, we still gonna talk about it, but um, I like if you, you know, if you want, if you want to walk off, that's fine. That's kind of what she done done the whole thing in the whole beef and shit. Like she don't, she like she say what she got to say about Alexis, but not like you said, she did. She hasn't pressed the. She's issue. not. She's not forcing herself." Into it. The reason her and uh, Alexis got into it is because Alexis got real reckless on the also internet with Monique. Yeah. yeah. And like we said, like I do still question Masika's friendship because I'm not gonna let my friends get drugged into no shit because of me. Yeah. But at the same time, I question like Alexis being like Alexis a coward too because I'm not gonna keep shooting innocent bystanders. I'm going to just wait and get who the fuck I want. Yeah. I'm not about to, I'm not about to argue and fight with every time Dick and Harry because I want to beat your ass. Yeah. I'm going to just wait and beat your ass. Right. I'm not going to let people that ain't got shit to do with it get, get you know, get slugs. Like, if I want to, like, if I got beef with you, I'm going to slug you, not slug people that ain't got shit to do with it. So, yeah, I agree. So, like, everybody in the situation is, like, varying degrees of wrong. Masika, Zell, Alexis. You know, yeah, everybody, everybody yeah. retarded at this point. Yeah, everybody retarded at this point. Uh, so and and speaking of, so this, like when we covered the shit the first time, it was kind of funny that they was like, "Oh, are we gonna do this diss track," and we both was like, "Huh?" Like it was kind of funny then, but at this point, it's like y'all are kind of pressed for it at this point. Yeah, it's kind of weird at this point. Yeah. Like it was funny at first, but it's like okay, clearly, uh, clearly you and you like clearly you and Masika ain't gonna scrap. Clearly, it's been established that 
Ray poses no threat to Zell. So it's like, what y'all, like at this point, what y'all keep being pressed to force the issue with these two over it? You know what I mean? And shout out to, you. look, Kisha Cole is true queen. Like, she like, look, I'm just here to promote my album. I ain't got time to yeah, be Yeah, Keisha Cole don't give a fuck. She just said to sell that goddamn album. She just done said that album. She like, look, I'm, she like, she a true queen. She like, look, Zell, I love you, but you doing a lot right now, but I know I can't stop you from doing a lot right now, so I'm going to let you do a lot right now, and, and then I'm going to be there after you do a lot to tell you that I told you that you did a lot, but I'm still love you. She a true, true queen. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to and I'm going to get on this show to promote my album. She's a true queen. Yeah, this is a fact. Uh, so I think, is it anything else? I can't think of anything else. Uh, nah, I think we got everything for love and hip-hop. Yep, I think that's everything. Like, like um, we alluded to, for next week, I cannot wait to see the world burn when Marcus and Brooke find out that Bridget Kelly was in that goddamn in at was in there with Boo. And you know what? Shout out to VH1. At the, at the fucking Catalina wine mixer. Shout out to VH1 for how they filmed it. Because they filmed it at the same they filmed Booby and Bridget being together at the same time they filmed uh, Brooke going to Marcus's family's um event. And the way they shot it. And when they was talking and giving a monologue, you thought that Brooke had went there with Booby, then come to find out it's fucking Bridget Kelly. Bravo, VH1. Bravo. That was, the way you shot it was theater. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing the world burn, nigga. When I in the previews, when Brooke, when Marcus found out that Bridget was with Booby, his eyes got big as fuck. <laughs> I cannot wait to see the world burn. Um, what you looking forward to? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh. Hey, Masika is gonna finally whoop Hazel ass next week. Yes, you know what? And I can't remember who it was that added the uh, Ratchet Ramblings page. Um, as a matter of fact, it actually was a couple of y'all, to be honest. Um, that added us and showed us this uh, preview. Um, but Masika is finally gonna put some hands on on um, somebody. But at the same time, it's kind of how like we've talked about on Black in Chicago, where yeah, cat don't whoop. Uh, Charmaine ass, but it's Charmaine, so it really don't kind of count. That's how it is with Masika, because she's going to put hands on Hazel Lee, but it's Hazel Lee, so it really don't count. Hey. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like... It no, nah, that's funny you said, because that is, that's very true. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it ain't going to count. It's like, it's... I mean... Listen, not to say that Masika is known for fighting to have a hand by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so I want to make that clear before I say this joke. But it's like somebody, it's like somebody that done won like maybe a couple of fights in high school, getting into a fight with a handicapped kid and beating them up. It don't count. Nah, it don't at all, honestly. It don't count. 
So, uh, but I will say it's fucking hilarious how Masika did it, cause, <laughs> cause Hazel, hey Hazel tried to, hey Hazel tried to pull a Phaedra and be unbothered, and Masika low key went full Evelyn, and I know that's two different shows, but you know. Uh, you know what the fuck I mean. And she just went, she just was like, okay, so you gonna know me, look here, bitch, and just went up and pulled <laughs> She was like, bitch, you gonna hear me today. <laughs> so I cannot wait. So uh, keeping in a little on uh, Love and Hip Hop news, <laughs> and for this, I'm, probably, I'm pretty much gonna shut the hell up, because I know Candace got a lot to say about this. Uh, so it was brought to our attention, uh, and we are, um, I have the article pulled up here, and this is from, uh, um, the, uh, the Rick Smiley Morning Show, uh, dot com, they blog, um, section. So, they home and entertainment section. So, um, it is reported, allegedly, that Stevie J and Jocelyn are hiding their child from court court appointed guardian. I will read the entire article. In the midst of a national my my husband said the baby a fugitive already. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. <laughs> God damn it. Mike is not one piece of shit. <laughs> No, he is not one. He is not one ounce of shit. But it's fine. It's fine. Ain't none of us shit, Mike. It's fine. Oh, so this is what the fuck happens when people who got kids but don't need kids together have kids together. Correct. Fucking ridiculous. Okay. Correct. Um, as the um, as I read the article, in the midst of a nasty custody battle, the courts have stepped in to protect Bonnie Bella from her infamous reality TV parents, Jocelyn Hernandez, and the quote good guy Stevie J. Um, mwah, shout out to that shade, mwah, magnifique. Uh, the parents, uh, but the parents of the ten month old baby girl are reportedly not having it, according to TMZ. Bonnie Bella's court-appointed guardian has asked Jocelyn and Steven for the whereabouts of their child numerous times after they failed to meet up at a specific location. The guardian and parents were set to link on September 24th, but to no avail. Meanwhile, Jocelyn is posting with her daughter on her latest Instagram photo, and there is a picture of Jocelyn looking like she is on the run uh, from the law, um, as Mike uh, alluded to, uh, with Bonnie Bella in her hand, uh, in the Instagram post, the, the Guardian reportedly told the court that she is concerned for Bonnie's well-being. If the baby is with Jocelyn in Miami, that would be a violation of the court order to not take the child outside of Fulton County, Georgia. Hopefully, this gets settled before the courts intervene. Candace, go. So, this what the fuck you get. Jocelyn broke her neck to bring the court into the shit, thinking that the court was going to punish Stevie and Stevie only. So whoever the family judge is, fucking bravo. Bravo the fuck to you. Because when you go around doing shit like that to be spiteful, you bite, you, you end up spiting yourself. And this is what I tell people is about spite. Don't spite me because you're going to end up spiting yourself in the long run. The one thing that we cannot take away from Stephen 
Stevie J. Jordan is that he is a very present and accounted for father. Correct. Now, well, him and the first son had their own issues, but that he was at the height of his career with his oldest son. But he was present and accounted for financially. Because the son did say that in like the beginning of that last season when they was beefing. He was like, yeah, you you sent money and I had all the stuff, but you wasn't there. But this one, Stevie was at the height of his career. So he was gone a lot. Because the nigga was working with the likes of Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson. And so I get that. Diddy and all that kind of stuff. Take that, take that. Right. So, but he's always been there for his kids. And he's always provided for his kids. So, Jocelyn being mad at him and thinking she was just going to toss him into the court system, that's what the fuck she get. Because you're not the most fit bitch in the world to be raising no kids. Right, she was feeding Bonabella fucking flaming hot Cheetos on the season. <laughs> nah, Bonnie Bella was big enough to chew some food. Then not chew, but she was a uh, she. The uh, food monster had hit her by that point, cause that that same shit happened with London. London to snatch your food out your hand. That's At six plan. months, she she she'll take your chicken wing out your hand and start <laughs> eating it. But. Jocelyn was trying to get back at Stevie and punish him. And now <clears throat> she about to be held in contempt of court and probably lose that goddamn kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Congratulations, Jocelyn. You played yourself. Uh, yep. So. Yeah, I, Jocelyn, you a stupid bitch. You a stupid, unsuccessful ass bitch. And I just wonder what you gonna do since you not on the uh since you quit love and hip hop Atlanta. Right. Like you're not talented. At all. Nobody's buying her music. She she did that. She was on the reel. She co hosted on the reel a couple times. She, they tried to make it seem like she was gonna have a whole last VH one special about her pregnancy and birth. Bitch had one episode within the season. And then nobody watched that goddamn episode. No, yeah, I skipped it. I was like, fuck it, I might as well watch some sports. <laughs> I think I watched Monday Night Football, right? Some shit, and you know, and you know it's bad because Monday Night Football been trash. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, so it's like nobody, nobody want to be bothered with you, like, right. and you tried to, you tried to do, yeah, you tried to do Stevie J dirty, and you ended up hurting yourself. Now, now everybody going to jail, and Bonnie Bella gonna end up in foster care. Right, because they finally catch up to Jocelyn. Because trust and believe, they're about to put a warrant out for her arrest. Mm-hmm. And if Stevie J know where she at and won't tell, they're gonna put a warrant out for his too. Mm-hmm. So if both y'all are fucking jail, who got the baby? The court it, system. Exactly. Fucking idiots! I can't stand the idiot ass bitch when it come to kids, man. Kids don't ask to be here; they innocent. Right. So you doing shit to. For your own, uh, for your own pride and your own ego, you hurting your kid more than you hurting yourself. Right. Yeah. For you to talk, you know, for that's the the thing that annoyed me the whole goddamn season. Where I don't, I don't know if it was her or Mona or both, 
if you were trying to push this bullshit about women and women's empowerment and shit, and I'm like, motherfucker, you are Jocelyn Hernandez. If you what? What? The bitch, if you man, gone. Go ahead. What? 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 All right. Okay. All right. Jocelyn Hernandez being about women's empowerment is like Donald Trump being about uh, gay rights. Like, if you don't get boy, boy. All right. Okay. Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> and other also read the news. So. Kim Zoli, Zo, Zoziak and Nene done got into it. <laughs> so, I, like, I seen the shit, so let me... I'm not team Nene on this one, and I'm gonna tell you why. Nene dished a lot of shit but can't take it, but for somebody who is always talking about you don't bring up people's kids and Bitch had a fit when they brought up her fat ass son stealing uh, Gillette razors out of Walmart. She was fucking furious. So for her to, so apparently, okay, apparently, Kim and Brielle were at Nene's house for like a white party. Brielle was in the bathroom taking selfies and recording videos, and there would appear to be a some type of bug. I'm black, and so I know what the fuck a roach look like. That did not look like no roach to me. It didn't look like it to me either. It looked like probably some type of ant or some kind of beetle or some type of shit. Like, it was all black. Roach is brown. You know what the fuck a roach look like when you see one. Listen, I am from the part of the South where we are still pretty much segregated. I'm from I'm from the part of the South in Georgia where sundown towns are still a thing in 2017. I know what the fuck a roach looked like. That wasn't no goddamn roach. It wasn't no roach. It was it's some weird ass like look bug beetle or some kind like it was some weird ass little outside bug that probably got in in the when the window was open or some shit or a balcony door was open or some shit. It's it's hot in Georgia like. One thing you cannot be in Georgia is scared of no fucking buds because roaches fly in the south. Listen, okay, so just, just like rats fly in, the, in New York. <laughs> roaches, roaches fly in the south, and that wasn't no fucking roach, so that was that. But so apparently when Brielle first posted the video, she claimed she didn't notice the bug. She got a DM. She took the video down. Kim told her not to post it. <laughs> Somehow this video got leaked. And Nene clapped at Brielle and Kim and told and said, made a comment to Brielle like, if I got roaches, it must have fell out your pussy. <clears throat> first of all, I don't care if Brielle is 17 or 27. <clears throat> you don't have no business talking to nobody else's kid like that that you was friends with at one point in time. She went full Jackie Christie. Yeah, she, she got really nasty with Kim's daughter when a, when supposedly Kim is the one who got the video from Brielle and was sending it to the cast members. 
So Brielle ain't have nothing to do with it. She just did what her mama asked her to do. You should have been, you know, you should have dogged the fuck out of Kim. When she she called her a racist. I don't think Kim is racist. I think that was low-hanging fruit and Nene trash for that because racial tension is way too high right now to throw that word around so loosely. Listen, it is literal, actual racist around that you could be talking about for you to just make up a racist, you know. Like, I'm not, listen, listen. I mean, 53% of white women voted for Trump, so I'm not saying this out of the realm of possibility. But for this, like you said, Kansas, it's low-hanging fruit, and you literally only saying this to deflect because you're getting called to the carpet because of your trash behavior. Correct. So... Yeah, it, that that was pretty trash to me. Also, Nene dished out so much that she shouldn't have reacted that goddamn bad. You would think that somebody that talked as much shit as she do would have thicker skin. You would. You would absolutely think that. Because she has built a lot of her popularity on talking shit, so... Right, I mean, she gave us the quotable, I said what I said. You would think that somebody that gave us that would be able to dish what, what she what she give out, but uh, but alas, yeah, she can't. She can't. Uh, so <laughs> speaking of someone that need thicker skin, so uh, we've been in that this way like maybe an hour with some change, and we ain't gonna be here. We ain't gonna give y'all a two hour show, but we ain't gonna get uh, out of here without talking about at least one of these two things. So. Speaking of thicker skin, so Tyrese, as we record, is on Twitter having a fucking meltdown in the Rock and Dwayne The Rock Johnson's mentions, and The Rock is somewhere with his shirt with his shirt off eating fucking crab legs, just unbothered, and it is probably the most hilarious shit of 2017 thus far. Yeah, so they gave a release date for the Hobbs movie with uh, Jason Statham or whatever his name is. The guy who played in uh, the Transporter and and Death Race. Yeah, that, yeah, Jason Statham. Correct. So apparently, like when they came on board, apparently the because I don't keep up with the Fast movies. Um, the first one was good. The second one was all right, and then they just went severely downhill after that until, like, Fast Five. Because Tokyo yeah. Drift was terrible. Um, the one with Tyrese and Ludacris, Ludacris was crazy. <laughs> yeah, Bow Wow was in Tokyo Drift. They hurried up and killed that off. Right. And so when apparently, like, somebody posted the numbers on Twitter today, but when The Rock was introduced in Fast Five, it did like $1.4 billion. And every Fast movie since up until Fast 8 did did equally as well, like billions of dollars in profit. Right. Yeah. So, um, and two, let's, let's not forget that The Rock is a former wrestler he has gotten his hands dirty in quite a few action movies. He got the he know like he's he's who you want to see in the action movie. Yeah. He's like the 2017 version of like when when uh John Claude Van Damme was on. Like yeah. 
you like if it was an action movie, they was trying to get John Claude Van Damme in it or Steven Seagal. You know what right. I'm saying? That's kind of where Rock is in his career. So he got offered to do a spinoff from Fast and the Furious, and Tyrese initially acted like him doing this canceled out the next Fast movie. They released the they announced the release date so fast. So the Hobbs movie is supposed to drop in 2019 and then the next fast movie 2020 if if the next if this Hobbs movie was coming out 2019 that mean the fast movie was coming out 2019 if it wasn't no spinoff one year about to kill you my nigga right this nigga acting like the whole thing is about to be kaput like the, that the movie ain't coming out like they killed the whole series so the rock can have a spinoff right like so Tyrese posted a picture of the original cast from the very first Fast and the Furious movie talking about loyalty. Nigga, you wasn't even in the first movie. <laughs> loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> he didn't show up to like the second one, like to Too Fast, Too Furious, right? Yeah. And he didn't show up again until like Fast 4 or Fast 5 or some shit. Right, like, hey, hey Tyrese was like, like what? Hey, Tyrese was like, "Where were you in the beginning, my nigga?" And everybody was like, "Nigga, where were you in the beginning, my nigga?" <laughs> so he had a meltdown. So he adding he adding the rock on Twitter, talk about when I see you in some site, you won't smoke with the rock. The rock, nigga. The rock big as a boulder in 2017. That nigga <laughs> shouldn't even call himself the rock no more. That nigga built like a boulder. Nigga, you won't smoke, smoke with that nigga? The nigga should call himself the mountain. Pretty much. Rock, big as fuck. Right, you won't smoke with this this, this goddamn... Look, keep with the Transformers thing. You won't smoke with this goddamn Optimus Prime built-ass nigga. My God, nigga. You won't smoke, you won't smoke with a Suburban? Right. Rock built like a Suburban. He is. Nigga is just big and muscular as fuck and will probably beat the fuck out you. Like, it's, look, nigga, it's like nigga shooting a movie right now. He cut his leg open. The nigga put some duct tape on it and kept filming. Shit on right. his Instagram. I was on the nigga Instagram to see if he responded to Tyrese. Nigga just shooting movies and doing photo shoots with Vogue. Right. It was fucking hilarious. Like, this nigga, like, Ty- Tyrese must need this money. Like, I. Tyrese- just start a GoFundMe, my nigga. I look. I I literally tweeted tweeted that like uh, I was like, nigga, just start a GoFundMe. Shit, just start a you caring, bitch. Like something. Like the the part that's crazy. I'm gonna be. Let me let me get real real black with you for a minute. If it come down to not you, but if it come down to a stranger check and my check, guess what fucking check I'm going after? Your check. My check. And the thing is. If your check is depending on my check, I feel sorry for you because I'm going to eat before you do, my nigga. Hey, that's real. Like, hey, listen, I want you to eat, but if it comes down to between me eating and you eating, guess who eating? You about to starve. <laughs> and that's and the real. The part is Tyrese kept saying, like, everybody, every cast member was offered a, a spinoff. That's a motherfucking lie because nobody but Vin Diesel... The Rock and Jason Statham could carry a fucking action movie similar to the Fast and the Furious franchise. Nobody wants to see Tyrese in. The, nobody wants to see Tyrese 
trying to be the main character in the action movie. The nigga is literally held to one-liners in the Fast and Furious movies. Nigga literally has a line every fifth. Like, I should go watch Fast 7 or Fast 8 and see how many lines he got through the movies. Nigga Nigga. literally has a line, one line every 20 minutes. Nigga, you could count that shit on your damn hands. Same with Ludacris. Nobody wants to see Ludacris in the action movie. Well, I mean, in fairness, nobody wants to see Ludacris. Nobody offered Ludacris no spinoff. Nobody offered Tyrese no spinoff. The only person, and may he rest in peace, Paul Walker dead. So nobody offered Paul Walker no spinoff because the goddamn franchise is built around him. Correct. So that leaves, that fucking left and leaves. Wait, they killed off the Asian nigga. So who that leaves? That leaves The Rock and Vin Diesel and Jason Statham. Michelle Rodriguez was just complaining after Fast 8 came out that she wasn't getting a big enough role in the movie since they figured, since her character was brought back to life. So who was everybody was getting offered a spinoff? Exactly. This nigga, this nigga Tyrese. Hey, do you know the irony of uh, why TGT broke up with... Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so Tyler, I, don't know, I don't know if she listens to this, but if you do, Liberian girl, Ruth, or whatever, Ruth made a really amazing point. Um, she brought up the reason TGT broke up, and Tyrese felt like since he was the bigger star, he should make the most money. Which, 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 by the way, was he? Because, I mean... First of all, we've had this debate, and I have always said that Tyrese was nowhere near as big as Genuine was. Correct. Now, Tyrese got some bops. Okay? He do. He do. Yeah. But, but Tyrese's biggest hit is... um. Sweet lady. Yeah, and I'll even take it a step further, Candace, not even just on their discographies, but what they do outside. Because remember, uh, Tank, and I'm sure probably genuine, but especially in Tank's case, nigga, Tank not only got hits himself, but he write hits for other people. Tyrese don't do that shit. Yeah. For, oh, so, let me tell you. So, here's a, let's, let's, I'm gonna, we're gonna laugh at my expense. <laughs> Hey, that Tank album is goddamn fire. Like, for real. Savage is an amazing album. What, is that his latest album? Yes. It just dropped, like, last week. The shit is bomb. I have to give it and, a speech. And, and this takes a lot for me to say, considering that when we clown Tank about performing in Walmart, the nigga <laughs> called me, <laughs> call me unemployed and saying I ain't had no ambitions in life. Wait, whoa, wait a minute. We did what? He was Oh my god, that night Tank read me for Phil. The only reason I was hating on him is because I ain't had no job. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Me me and Tank got into it. Hold on, because I cause I know Tank did respond to a couple of people because uh our girl, what, uh, Kim, he responded to her. But wait, I didn't know he responded to you too. Wait a minute. He tried to drag me. Wait. Take. Hold on. Take out sass in this motherfucker. 
Yeah, Tank tried to drag me. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? Speaking of, to, I'm surprised because you, 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 we've been friends forever. You've been following me forever. Like, as much shit and as much many times I don't drag Tyrese, he ain't never blocked me yet. That shit is amazing. Tyrese got you blocked? No, he ain't got me blocked. Nah, Tyrese got Mike blocked. What? Nah, I ain't blocked by Tyrese. That is amazing to me. As much shit as I talk about this nigga, this nigga ain't got me blocked. Nigga, I, listen, I ain't talk that shit much shit about Keisha Cole and she got me blocked. Blocked. Oh, man. K. Michelle got me blocked. Keisha Cole don't got me blocked. And that's hilarious. Like, I don't talk most shit about K. Michelle than I had Keisha Cole, and Keisha Cole got me blocked, but K. Michelle don't have me blocked. I don't know what it's like. Mm. I don't know. The game is the game, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, Tyrese, if you want a good, great laugh, just go to Tyrese's page. <laughs> yeah, he had a meltdown, so. That shit was fucking amazing. Uh, so we almost damn near like at almost two hours. Do you want to talk about the other thing or not? Nah? Uh, nah, we t- let's touch back on it next week and see if any new developments come up. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna close out this um, episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Thank you all so much for listening, and hey, also shout out to Mike for coming in late and giving good side commentary. Uh, um, at like the show, share the show, share it with your friends, uh, tweet us at the show page at Ratchet Rambling and use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod when you're discussing the show. And like I say, any reviews, we will read them on the air. And thank you all so much for listening. Um, Candace, you got anything to close out with? No, yeah, have a good weekend. It's a three day weekend for me. I'm off for Columbus Day, so you know how you know what I'm about to do. We about to go to Applebee's with London and have a one dollar margarita and some appetizers, and we about to fucking relax till Tuesday. So y'all be great. And with that, we are out. Peace.